but it was aliens. We should probably begin our tale today with honourable and trustworthy Plato. You see, Plato was himself told a story by his elders, a tale passed down for generations and, and generations an island called Skull Island an island called Atlantis bang Atlantis gone but Atlantis would come back into mainstream society following the discovery of Troy in the 1870s via Homer's epic poem the Iliad, Ignatius Donnelly's works kicked off the modern obsession with finding Atlantis. Those from Atlantis, and indeed, those today with heritage from Atlantis are said to have a very rare blood type. <coughs> howdy, howdy! Top of the morning, afternoon, evening to you all. And night. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, ah! the paranormal comedy podcast where we probe extraterrestrial and other otherworldly events. Otherworldly. Other <laughs> other otherworldly events to determine whether they really were paranormal in origin. There is no time to mess around. As promised, we are picking right back up where we left off on the hunt for Atlantis discovering where Atlantis may be Maybe. before we move on to find out what actually happened to Atlantis. For this is part two of our investigation. The BBC reported in December 1997 that Russian scientists had found what they believed to be Atlantis 100 miles off the coast of Cornwall in the UK. Ooh. That may be connected to the mystery of Lioness, another sunken island which we'll probe one day. Paul Dunbavin suggested, without scientific basis, in his 2003 book Atlantis of the West, The Case for Britain's Drowned Megalithic Civilization, that Atlantis was an island in the Irish Sea. But a modern theory suggests that Atlantis is actually Ireland itself. Ireland appears to be similar geographically to Plato's depiction of Atlantis, as outlined by Dr. Ulf Erlingsson in 2004. The landscapes are very similar, allegedly. Truthfully. Remember in part one, we linked Atlanteans to red hair? People from Ireland have the highest genetic concentration of red hair in the world. Thousands of red-haired mummies have been found in Egypt. Yes, we're on Egypt now. Pharaoh Ramesses II, aka Ramesses the Great, the most powerful pharaoh of all of ancient Egypt, had naturally red hair. He collected along, cards. Along with at least six other pharaohs natural red hair. The highest concentration of Pharaoh Tutankhamun's haplogroup RM269, a group that can be traced back to one person, is in Ireland. Tut's mum had red hair. Nazis, Tibetans, red hair. 
Egyptians, Atlanteans, Nordics, aliens. Gone off at the deep end a bit here, haven't we? I always thought Conor McGregor was a bit off. Uh, I wouldn't say that out loud. Why? He's angry. He'll come for you. He'll find out. What's he going to do? He's half my size. I don't think he actually is half your size, and he's also a professional fighter. He's half my size. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he gets your balls in a clamp before you've been able to move. I'll, I'll fucking bear him and give him a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> He'll calm right down. <laughs> so I would not pit myself against any professional fighter, world-level professional fighter, regardless of their size. No, Absolutely not. <laughs> Although saying that, I can remember having a debate with one of our friends once about whether Bruce Lee would win in a fight against Brock Lesnar. And I pretty much made your argument that Brock Lesnar would just bear hug him and give him a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that about mummies, lots of them having red hair? I did not. That's new to me. Yeah, you you don't really think about people getting around the world in sort of ancient times, do you? So how the hell did that red hair get in their system? Hmm... It's taken me back to that episode uh, you did where the hair was wrapped around a dick <laughs> and they but, tested its um, genetic makeup and it yeah. had all different... Um, was it Peter Drury? Either way, the guy came at us. He contacted us, didn't he, and threatened <laughs> us. <laughs> That's a legitimate story, folks. He contacted us via email and was not a happy boy. But the genetic makeup of that was all over the place wasn't it yeah yeah very 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 uncommon so what if it was uh an atlantean Atlantean. and what if atlanteans do have unexplained aka alien dna so what we're saying here is uh pd made out of an atlantean well did he though though? (laughs) (laughs) and that is why he was cross with us Stay cross, Mr. Jury. Stay cross. Mr. Moonwalker will give you a hug and a kiss. <laughs> so Ireland is Atlantis then. Hmm? A May 2020 article by Fiona Cameron Lister, which I'll link in our episode notes, outlines that the legend of Atlantis originated in Egypt. That Atlantis is an island in the Atlantic Ocean and that the Atlanteans were a seafaring, advanced civilization. Fiona states that the Atlantic seabed has been mapped and that a sunken island is not a possibility. A Keystone University Dublin team reviewed thousands of documents and put together more than 1,000 pieces of evidence to suggest Atlantis is indeed Ireland. We won't cover them all here, but... Ancient Egyptian documents outline how the first Egyptians came from an island of flame in the Atlantic Ocean destroyed by a great flood. Pharaoh Menes, believed to be the founder of ancient Egypt who united north and south, had an empty burial on Abydos and some believe that Menes was buried in a site with identical writings on a boulder in Nokmani, County Tyrone, Ireland, to that Egyptian site as outlined in a 1930 book by Lawrence Waddell. The site has never been excavated. Archaeological evidence 
dates the first human activity on Ireland to between 8,000 and 7,000 before Common Era. But if it flooded, is it possible that earlier evidence has been washed away? Interestingly, it has been recently suggested that Ireland may actually have been habitable for hundreds of thousands of years and that it didn't freeze over entirely during the Ice Age. Further back, between 1 and 65 million years ago, Ireland was between North America and Europe, just above Africa, and before that, it was basically touching both. Whilst humans popped up about two to three hundred thousand years ago, ancient human ancestors were around five to seven million years ago. I have an ancient map here for you, Mr. Moonwalker, showing Atlantis from Ignatius Donnelly's book, which we mentioned in our part one, covering Atlantis, obviously. <laughs> this is kind of where Ireland was millions of years ago. Turns out this crazy theory kind of makes sense. Does in a roundabout way. Do the people of Ireland believe that they are not descendants of Atlantis, but that Ireland was Atlantis? I'd imagine many are not aware. It's only if you go looking for Atlantis that you find this stuff, and I'd imagine that's quite a small niche of the population of Ireland. I would have thought... Although saying that, Ireland, as we've mentioned before, is one of our most popular listener bases. I would have thought if um, it was Atlantis, um, people would know more about it. Like stories passed down through generations. Not necessarily. Um, history only goes back to a few thousand years before Common Era. We just don't know. It's called prehistory before then because there's no documented records or anything. Things are just too old and either got destroyed or writing wasn't around. Structures fade away. The only thing we find from before those times are generally fossils. So it was <laughs> and forever will be a mystery unless we can travel through space and time. But I feel like I've given you enough there to conclude that Ireland is Atlantis. You have. <laughs> I mean, Atlantis is real. Already said that. We now know it's Ireland. Conor McGregor can claim he's the champ of Atlantis. The old Atlantean champ. I'm the prince of Atlantis. Come on then, come on then, I'll have you. We've covered the mythological sinking of Atlantis after Atlantis became corrupt and lost favour with the gods. But what other less extreme but also extreme theories could we utilise to explain the disappearance of Atlantis? First, we have the Bermuda Triangle. Did Atlantis itself vanish into the triangle, where disappearances just happen? Charles Belitz is believed to have first put forward this one, and supporting the idea, there are unusual formations on the ocean floor off the coast of North Bimini Island in the Bahamas, 50 miles from Miami, Florida. Some say that these are walls and floors of an ancient city. Others that these are just weird-looking natural rock formations. They span 800 metres underwater and date to about 10,000 BCE. What is really mad is that the sleeping prophet Edgar Cayce predicted in 1938 that Atlantis would be found near Bimini around the time it was actually discovered. 
Did he prophesize that knowing that people were out there looking for it? Or did he prophesize that way before anyone even bothered to look? To my knowledge, he predicted that before we even had the technology that would really be needed to... Did he or didn't he? 1938. I suppose um, we had submarines during World War II. So we were getting near, but even so. Actually, no, not even saying that. Nazis went looking for Atlantis in Tibet. So it was kind of in culture that people were looking for Atlantis. But he couldn't possibly know that there would be anything near Bimini specifically. What if people saw his prediction and were like, Let's go have a look. So what if they worked from the prediction rather than the prediction being correct? So say, for example, no one knows about that prediction and then they go and find it. Fair enough, he predicted it. If they're aware of the prediction and go and look for it, is yeah, that a prediction? Yeah. I've just got some images here for you, Mr. Moonwalker, of the, those formations. I hope when you look under there, it says Moonwalker is right. I mean, those are really weird things to find under sea. Yeah, they these ones are probably more interesting to me than the ones in Japan from the previous episode, to be honest. So the second picture, there is a diver and he's standing up against a large stone. And that looks like a step, like a step a giant would use. Mm. And then to me, that's like a cobble pathway. The first one. Yeah. Yeah, the first one does look exactly like that. And how can it be natural to it for it to form so in line mm-hmm. and just stop sort of the width of a few people? That's bonkers to me. I suppose it begs the question of what was the sea level like back then? Well, it depends on when you're referring to it. When you say back then, we know sea levels change. They go up and down over time. Yeah, but I mean like way back then civilization wise but then it depends how far underwater that is really Mm -hmm. we don't know or do we do we know do we (laughs) do we (laughs) absolutely not damn of course we don't we don't know and the, the third one looks like stairs to me plato suggested that Atlantis existed around 11,000 years ago, so about 9,000 before Common Era. This is about the same time as our earliest recorded ceremonial structures, which have been found in southern Turkey. Humans, as far as our remains tell us, went from using flint tools and making cave art and whatnot, living in rock or mud huts in the Czech Republic around 25,000 years ago, to building temples. 9,000 years ago would have been the end of the Ice Age. Do you know what happens when ice melts? Water levels go up. During an Ice Age, water levels could be about 400 feet lower. So when that ice melts, many islands and land masses could be, and were, submerged. Going back to the island theory, it's possible being covered in ice and or submerged the evidence of civilization was destroyed. Ancient Egyptians and Sumerians only started using spoken language about 2600 before Common Era, which is the start of recorded history. The Great Pyramids were built around 2500 BCE. We had ceremonial structures, then we didn't, then we did, 
It's almost as if technology was advanced, was lost, and took another 7,000 years or so to start building back up. When you really start thinking about that, the concept of Atlantis doesn't seem that far-fetched. It just fits that some step along the way is missing. And Mr. Moonwalker, I've got a little image for you there just of Gobekli Tepe in southern Turkey. So you can see some ancient structures which don't look dissimilar to what we found underwater earlier. No, they don't. Natural my ass, baby. So if they only started using a spoken language mm -hmm. about... 2600 BCE. Do you reckon they were using sign language or were they looking at each other and just going? <laughs> just pointing at each other and pumping. <laughs> like just gesturing to their mouth for food, drink, and sexy time. Mm. Yeah, I reckon they made that noise as well. I'm just trying to think whether we. Before we had spoken language, we would have had sounds like ah, 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 kind of mm -hmm. thing. But it's when we started recording spoken language that was around 2006 or the thousands BCE. Okay, so it's not to say that there wasn't used. We could, well, we don't Just... know for definite when we started speaking, I guess. We only know when we started finding archaeological evidence of language. So we could have been speaking for weeks, months, years, decades, centuries, millennium. We just, yeah. I guess we can't really prove it one way or the other. But at some point, our vocal cords wouldn't have been advanced enough to speak properly, or as we do today. This next destruction theory also links to where Atlantis may be. Some believe that Atlantis is actually the tale of the Minoan civilization whom lived on Crete and Santorini, then called Fira, between 2500 and 1600 BCE. The Minoan built palaces and roads and were the first Europeans with a written language but just vanished from history without trace. Historians speculate as to whether an ancient earthquake triggered a volcanic explosion and in turn tsunamis, wiping out the population of Fira and leaving the remaining Minoans vulnerable to invasion. Oceanographer Robert Ballard did find evidence of an eruption on Santorini. Similar to the Minoan civilization, the Black Sea Flood is another event theorised to have possibly inspired Noah's Ark. This took place approximately 6800 BCE. The Black Sea at that time was just a lake north of Turkey, east of Europe and west of Asia, so that would be northeast of Athens. This theory suggests that the Black Sea rapidly expanded, possibly in only a year, wiping out many civilizations along the water, though I don't think there's any underwater archaeological evidence of lost settlements to support such a rapid rise. It's said that inhabitants of settlements along the Black Sea scattered and told their tale orally, perhaps inspiring or otherwise turning into these events in later myths. History, baby. So. Sir. Attack of the sea. Basically, the sea got angry, started murking people. Poseidon had enough. Hmm. I mean, that seems way more logical than... What does, sorry? The sea. Levels rising, spreading, covering land. And again, that can happen 
particularly when you bring the Ice Ages into play. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I've popped this in the research notes, but is it the Egyptians or is it someone else? Basically, there was a seafaring civilization that we don't know who it was in ancient history that wiped out loads of civilizations. They were just rocking around on their boats, attacking places. and Proper pirates. Yeah, well, yeah, basically. And... Yeah, whether whether they could be Atlanteans or whether people thought they were Atlanteans because they just roamed around and destroyed people. Anyway, I'm getting kind of off topic there and I hope I haven't included that in this next section. <laughs> <laughs> this final segment is for the non-believers. The non-believers. If you're so inclined, you could argue that Plato completely invented the concept of Atlantis to illustrate his concerns around aggressive imperialism, using military force and colonisation to extend a nation's power. You could also argue that scientists don't know the purpose of any blood group, not just RH negative. Edgar Case, the sleeping prophet, not only predicted the discovery of Atlantis, but stated that we would recover the death ray used to destroy Atlantis about 1958. We didn't. You see, it is most likely that Atlantis was basically a switch for Athens, a small state whereby the residents eventually succumbed to their hunger for power, for expansion. The point is that working together is better than conquering, and if you go all guns blazing, you're gonna fall eventually. Plato suggested that Atlantis was the size of North Africa and half of Turkey. That is pretty big. Big enough to be found on sonar mapping of the Atlantic Ocean, where Atlantis was said to be. We haven't found a continent in that area in the time period Plato suggested Atlantis existed. True stories and even mythical gods are mentioned all through ancient Greek and even other civilization documentation. Atlantis only shows up in Plato's works and isn't so much as referenced anywhere else in ancient documentation. Even if it was just a common story, it would have surely been referenced elsewhere. Plato suggested that Atlantis went to war with Athens around 11,000 years ago. We know where Athens is. There is no archaeological evidence of any ancient settlement in Athens prior to 3000 BCE, with the main historical bison of Athens not founded until 508 BCE. There just wasn't an ancient powerful civilization at Athens fitting with Plato's timescales, so we know that the war between Atlantis and Athens preceding the destruction of Atlantis couldn't have happened. Basically, we know that Atlantis wasn't quite as has been outlined by Plato, but it could well have been inspired by any of the areas that we have today outlined, and remember, we found Troy. We found him! He was hiding under a rock. Eh, hey, Troy. What are you doing under there, Troy? I've, I've thrown a lot of scepticism at you there. You have. Where is Plato from? Ancient Greece. But is he actually Greek? Or did he start off as an orphan child? I'm fairly certain he Cause was. Because <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe he came from Atlantis. Yeah, he was the 
Athenian philosopher, so I assume he was from Athens. Because he could have come from Atlantis. Yeah, he was born in Athens. So Funny, I, I doctored kind of... records say. Sorry, say that again? So his doctored records say. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Atlantean that wanted to keep the name of Atlantis in the history books and keep it alive. I reckon it was a small place that was ransacked, like a little seaport or something, sea village, destroyed by others. And, and there, was... there has been plenty of that through history, so he could have been using lots of stories as inspiration. And he found his way to Athens. He was, found it. <laughs> was taken in by a, a wealthy family, studied and became the Plato that we know today. Socrates took him in. Maybe his name isn't actually Plato. It's Plate. <laughs> <laughs> he was a chef. He was actually just a chef all along. Plate. And he used to just tell random stories, literally stories, to entertain people who ate his restaurant. Come to Plates. Who are we to say that's not the case? <laughs> and one day, he started writing down the stories just to entertain his guests but uh people found the the writing in years many years later years gone and by. believed they were <laughs> that plate was actually some great philosophizer when actually plate was just a well not just a chef plate was a bloody good chef it's just the fact that his name was mentioned alongside um socrates and socrates was his teacher yeah, yeah. and aristotle was his famous student so the fact that his name was alongside socrates everyone was like oh he must be a philosopher socrates no, just a storyteller socrates <laughs> was actually pretty rich and really liked investing in things socrates sat on like the ancient greek dragon's den and one day plate came in to present <laughs> he saw he had the gift of the gab it took him in the people misconstrued it so there we have it plate <laughs> Welcome to plates. Can I get you a plate? He now talks like that. Hello, you are at plates. Atlantis was real. In summary, I'm going to have to take a big breath here. <gasps> We've covered Plato, aka Plates, introduction to Atlantis, an ancient yet advanced civilization said to have been outlined in Egyptian hieroglyphics 9,000 years before Plates' time. <laughs> I'm gonna keep on calling him Plate now. Atlantis, after losing a war with an Athens-led coalition, was said to have sunk into the ocean following an earthquake and tsunami. Atlantis faded into forgotten history with time save the odd mention until the discovery of Troy. The discovery of Troy somewhat inspired Ignatius Donnelly, who wrote Atlantis, the antediluvian world, theorising that advanced Atlanteans handed down technological advancements to otherwise less advanced civilizations. We covered those obsessed with the search for Atlantis, including Nazis, who concluded that Atlantis was founded by a master race whose dependents live in Tibet, and James Cameron, whose team found six sunken anchors, suggesting an ancient seafaring civilization existed in the area of Plato's Atlantis. Plate. <laughs> Following that, why has that tickled me so much? Following that, 
we uncovered the fact that Atlantis is an alien city founded by Nordics, though we weren't sure if Atlantis was actually their ship, which left Earth, or if Atlantis did sink and the descendants of aliens remain in Tibet. You can tell by their faces. We connected that to blood type RH and having red hair. We theorised where Atlantis may be, including Charles Hapgood suggesting that Antarctica is Atlantis, having shifted from its original more northern position. We covered a sunken continent called Zealandia, which includes New Zealand. A modern theory suggests that Ireland is Atlantis, which connected some dots between Atlantis, aliens, red hair, ancient Egyptians and the Irish. We covered other ideas on what happened to Atlantis, such as how some believe that the Bermuda Triangle swallowed Atlantis. Did rising water levels at the end of the Ice Age submerge Atlantis? Is Atlantis off the North Bimini Island coast? We explored the Minoan civilization who disappeared circa 1600 BCE, and similarly, the Black Sea Flood of approximately 6800 BCE, whereby the Black Sea Lake rapidly expanded, wiping out settlements along the banks. Then we looked at whether Atlantis existed at all, confirming that a historical Athens didn't actually exist in the time plate outlined to be able to fight a war with Atlantis. We wondered whether Atlantis was a tale to guide ancient Greece, inspired perhaps by oral legends of the past. With all of that, today we decide for the questionable benefit of humanity. Did Atlantis exist, and if so, was it an alien civilization? Was Atlantis completely fabricated? Or is the truth somewhere in the middle, with Plate having based Atlantis on tales of other sunken civilizations? Is there anything you want to go over to gather your thoughts before we conclude on this huge probe, Mr. Moonwalker? If there's not, I would just add that on the Black Sea Flood theory of the lake rapidly expanding, that would actually bring about with it a lot of disease and whatnot and probably would wipe out people nearby. I used to say there wasn't that. Yeah. But then some of those photos that I've showed you through this double probe those underwater ones some of those are bonkers aren't they the Bimini ones in particular so you may have noticed mm-hmm. halfway through you reading that I kind of went off to the side and had a moment where I couldn't stop laughing for a bit yeah so I two t-shirt ideas popped into my head right one is a plates <laughs> holding a plate with the sign welcome to plates yeah <laughs> With Atlantis on a plate. And then what popped into my head after that was a hair around a dick. <laughs> oh no, not again. But can you remember the Peter end Curry, of... Peter Curry, not Drury, wasn't it? PK. Ah, so it was. Can you remember the end of Superbad where he just draws loads of dicks? Dicks, yeah. I just pictured one of them with like the hair as a headband and a pair of nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> for Why? some reason Why? I just lost it so you didn't take in any of the uh, oh, I took it all in I took it all in okay and is there anything you want to double back over other than your dicks I'm still intri- I was intrigued by the whole island thing yeah yeah but there's the something fact- sorry go on I was about to say the fact that it's not 
Well, to be fair, I don't know. So if any of our listeners from Ireland do know if this is a thing in Ireland, like, is it not well known, but well, is it like a folk tale? People from Ireland may know that Ireland has moved quite a lot over the years and used to sit on the top of Africa. They may know that. But do they know that they're Atlanteans? (laughs) (laughs) They may not know that bit. Okay. They're likely to be very aware that they have some unique genetic heritage and are the most common population of folks with red hair. If they do not know that they're Atlanteans, then I don't need to know more. All those, like, stones and everything on the ocean floor are just yeah. proper, like, freaky. But, like we said, rising sea levels, it's quite easy for something like that to sink into the sea. Yeah, it could just be any civilization that has sunken into the sea. Or, to be fair, it could be natural corrosion in that the water has somehow made precise right angles... Highly unlikely. But we know the truth. Highly unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you saying that it was aliens? And are you saying that Atlantis exists? It's not aliens. However. Yes. Atlantis exists. Because Plate said so. And what goes down at plates is the truth, bitches. <laughs> um, I I really don't know why, but I think it was just... I don't think Atlantis was as big as people think Atlantis was. Yeah. So it could have... So you don't feel that it was um, like a several-ringed water world? No. As Plate stated in his restaurant story? I mean, he's got to big it up, isn't he? He's got to keep the absolutely keep the story of Atlantis alive. So it's quite possible he might have seen a tornado, a water tornado, while he was living in Atlantis before it got pillaged and he made his way to Athens somehow on the back of a jaguar. <laughs> plates. Welcome to plates. A, a little baby, where Atlantis exists. <laughs> a little baby jag as a pet. Plates only had one table. <laughs> it was actually a really shitty restaurant. And Plates would just come and talk at you whilst you were eating. Eh, <laughs> let me tell you about Atlantis. Go away, Plates. I'd like to eat in peace. Ah, peace, you say? Let me about tell you about the time when the peace ended. In Atlantis. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I'm not saying that it was aliens. Atlantis has been on our list probe since day one, but because it's so far back, I think we kind of forgot about it. But I love the historical cases, so I always plan to pick it up. I'd heard lots of shows cover Atlantis, including TV shows such as Ancient Aliens, and I thought it'd be a comfortable 40-minute episode. It wasn't. This episode took me almost as freaking long as the moon episodes in the pyramids. 
So as a temporary expert on Atlantis, whilst I'm not saying that it's aliens, and whilst I'm probably saying that Plato invented Atlantis to illustrate his political ideologies and that these ideologies were perhaps even dangerous, I am also saying, yes, I am also saying that lost cities and indeed lost continents did exist because we have proved it. Did one of these lost places go to war with Atlantis when Atlantis existed thousands of years before Athens did? Probably not. But I'm saying lost places do exist and one of them may have even been called Atlantis. Not aliens, but sort of real? Under the sea? Under the sea! Life is much better down where it's wetter. Take it from G. Any final thoughts? If you live under sea. Well, I couldn't. I'm not a fish. Would you be wet? Yes. Are you wet when you're swimming? If you're fully submerged. I, f I feel like you should have saved that question for the end of the episode. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We haven't, we haven't <laughs> wrapped up yet. <laughs> We're rewinded. <laughs> no, but that is a wrap for today. So thank you as always and sincerely for listening to But It Was Aliens. If you've heard of a case that needs our attention, or if you just want to say howdy howdy, you can slide into our DMs on the Twitter at on the Twitter at But It Was Aliens. <laughs> but it was aliens i knew it was coming i knew it if you've got paranormal memes or you just want to be a part of a friendly otherworldly community you can find the but it was aliens page on facebook and join the associated public private group extraterrestrial towers extraterrestrial towers membership is open to all but it's also secret so you can't find it unless you try or is that you can't find it unless you're not looking for it <laughs> finally if you want to help us to continue to make this show, and what I'm about to tell you really does help, you can find an even more secret place over at patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens. If you donate the equivalent of a coffee there, that helps us to keep on making the show whilst using the domain hiding software needed to keep the MIBs off our back. We definitely don't use this to feed my caffeine addiction. In exchange, each month we bring you a secret side probe into more widely paranormal and unusual events such as possessions, <laughs> possessions, <laughs> cryptids, and Rasputin, dick. That's all we have for you today. So, <laughs> unless you catch us on the Patreon, we'll be in your ears next episode. Until then... If the toilet on a boat drains into the ocean, can dolphins swim up them and nibble your butt? The truth is up there. Hash, tag. Wait, wait, wait. If you're fully submerged underwater, <laughs> are you wet? Hash, tag. Welcome to Plates. <laughs>